0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Matt Wehmeyer joined by Braves reporter Mark Bowman this week. And, Mark, we've spent a lot of time already discussing what has happened in the hot stove season, so let's uh, switch things up. And today's theme is going to focus on what will happen uh, for the remainder of the hot stove season and the 2016 campaign. Mark, I'm going to throw a topic out there. You'll give your position uh, supporting it or shooting it down. So, uh, without further ado, uh, topic one on your plate, Mr. Bowman, is... The Braves traded Julio Tehran before opening day, uh, yay or nay?
1: Nay. No, I do not see that happening. Let's just go right to the point. I think that they'd be selling low on Julio Tehran right right now. Yes, he finished the season strong, uh, but but what he did the first four months last season, I think that diminished his value to a point that teams would not be willing to, to give what maybe they would be uh, willing to part ways with, you know, maybe a few, few months down the road. With that being said, I was, I probably said they should trade Julio Tehran more than anybody else last summer. But once they traded Alex Wood, you know, I, I, that's the, I don't want to call it the anchor, but that is the piece that they chose to stick with. Especially after they, they trade Shelby Miller, another guy they could have controlled for another three years. I think that you need to have some consistency. Uh, up there at the, you know, at the front of your rotation as some of your younger guys are, are developing here over the next few years, the Matt Whistlers and Aaron um, Blair and, and Sean Newcomb, these guys, once they get in here, you need to have some, some veteran, some experience up there as they go through their growing pains. So I, I do think that Julio Chiron will stick in Atlanta, not only through opening day, but uh, probably through this year and in, in 2017.
0: Okay, Mark, uh, topic number two uh, in the same vein – the Braves trade Freddie Freeman before opening day.
1: No, I think Copy wants to keep his right arm or his left arm or whatever it was. He said he wanted to, that he would trade his, whichever arm he said he'd trade before he traded Freddie Freeman. I'll say, you know, something similar about Freddie Freeman. Uh, right now, I don't think there are teams that want to give up that $118 million he's owed for the rest of his contract without seeing whether his wrist is healthy. And you can sit here and say, oh, well, you know, a couple, you know, twenty thirty at bad spring training. That, that's not gonna tell you anything. You need to see how that risk reacts over time. So I do think that uh Freddie Freeman, you know, sticks through opening day. I I you know, whether there's a time in the future that the Braves, you know, if he starts to, to get back to his old self, proves that he's healthy, maybe there is a point down the road where, where they do opt to trade him. But I my guess is no, I, on on that front as well. But I definitely do not see him being traded uh before he you know, has a chance to prove whether or not he's healthy. And, uh, he's obviously a key piece for the Braves, uh, this year and for the future. I, I think that, you know, as, as we move forward, yes, they called some teams on him, uh, about the check for, uh, check interest in him back in November. But, uh, I think as we come to realize this front office calls about everybody, they just do their due diligence up and down, the, uh, the roster. And, um, you know, but but right now, my guess is the Freddie Freeman sticks here for the next few years.
0: Okay, Mark. Uh, topic three: Dansby Swanson was the gem that the Braves got in return in that uh, massive deal for Shelby Miller, in which Miller went from the Braves to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Swanson, of course, the number one overall pick in the 2015 draft. And Mark, uh, does he reach double A sometime this season in the Braves organization?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I think that double A is is. Uh, is a guarantee. I do think that he probably starts off at, uh, high A there with Carolina. And, uh, maybe he, the Braves probably their wish would be that, that he could get to double A, uh, by June. Um, now whether he finishes up a triple A, um, or not remains to be seen that, it, 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 but uh, there's no reason to rush him. He, you know, he's only played, you know, 27, uh, regular season games, at least in pro ball right now. So, Yes, there's a chance he could be in the opening day lineup in 2017, but I don't think that uh, they're going to rush him uh, at any point this year other than to double A, just to get a sense. Um, Getting to that level, um, I don't necessarily say that triple A is a guarantee, but at the same time, even if he doesn't get to triple A, I think that there will be storylines around this time next year. You know, do the Braves – uh, begin the two thousand seventeen season with Swanson or maybe more appropriately will be will he be up before the all star break in two thousand seventeen.
0: Okay, from a youngster Swanson to a veteran, uh AJ Prozinski, he is topic number four. Mark at age thirty nine at becomes an All Star for the first time since two thousand six. What do you think? <laughs>
1: you know what? I, I I'd love to to see that for him. I, I you know, we didn't know what to expect from AJ last year. You hear so many different things. He was a, a joy to be around last year. Just a you know, he's just the kind of he loves the game so much and you, you enjoyed seeing the success he had. If he can duplicate that kind of success, great. Uh, I, I do think that the the amount that he played last year took a wear and tear on his body. I don't know how that will affect him this year. I also see him, you know, probably playing just three to four times a week. I think Dean Tyler Flowers will be sharing that catching position uh, pretty consistently, so I, I don't necessarily see him becoming an all-star, but at the same time, they, that was one of their better um, signs of this off-season. just because it, it provided some stability there. Some of these young pitchers are going to be, be listening to that same voice uh, that guided them last year. And, uh, you know, I, I think they, they need that, that kind of attitude within their clubhouse. Uh, no-nonsense guy who, who isn't afraid to tell you, uh, tell some of the young players, you know, how, how to play the game or how to uh, prepare to play games.
0: And, you know, when I was uh, researching this last night, when I saw Brzezinski had not been an All-Star since 2006, that really surprised me. How about you?
1: You know, yeah. I mean, especially what I saw him do at the age of 38 last year. You uh, you would think that uh, somewhere along the lines he would have had a season that that would have uh, certainly uh, put him in position. But you know how it goes. Sometimes you you go back through the years and you say, well, he was. That's a tough position to to uh, to gain an All Star selection. But yeah, he's had a heck of a career and. When it's over, you know, his numbers are going to stack up there uh, from an offensive perspective, you know, some of the best catchers of all time.
0: Yeah, it's uh, one of those anomalies, if I'm not mistaken. I believe in 2012, uh, Buster Posey of the Giants won the MVP and was not an all-star that year, which I find hysterical. So it's it's one of those things that (laughs) you just never know. The numbers sometimes don't tell the entire truth, and uh, that was certainly the case for Posey. And it could be the case for Brzezinski why he hasn't made an all-star team in close to a decade here. Maybe this is the year. You don't know. But, uh, Mark, let's get back on track here. At uh, age 31, Hector Oliveira is a top-three finisher for NL Rookie of the Year.
1: No, I I don't see that happening. I I think that they will be – you know, I guess we have to see how everyone else performs. I I just did not see enough from Oliveira to – to have to say wow, and, and you know, and yes, the Braves feel that he will be much more productive here during his first full year in the United States. You know, having the the opportunity to have a full spring training with the Braves. Uh, you know, I think I think the Braves. You know, may, maybe maybe he could slip in there in the top three if he hits 270 with 15 homers, um, which is pretty. I think that 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 would have to be viewed as a pretty successful season for him. Um, you know, I, I do think we'll see a little bit more than we did in September from him last year, but at the same time, you know, there there's a lot for him to to work on with that swing and uh and I I think he's he could get off to a slow start and uh but like I said, he, he's some something with two seventy, fifteen, you know, the Braves would have to be very happy with that kind of season, which, you know, at the end of the day maybe that is worthy of top three, but, but right now I'll say no.
0: Okay, and Mark, uh, coming down the home stretch here. We all know uh, the position the Braves are in. They're clearly rebuilding. Uh, they've traded away a lot of their assets this off season to get youngsters in return, like the Dansby Swanson's of the world. So, uh, prediction six: the Braves shocked the baseball world by finishing above 500. What do you think?
1: You know what? If, if that is, I think 500 would be a very successful season. I'll, I'll have to. Just last week, on when we did this podcast, I said seventy-eight wins. So I, I can't change in the span of four days. They haven't done enough, you know, <laughs> to uh, to change my thinking. So I think that it, that that's in play. That goal is in play when they enter September. Um, <clears throat> I think in, in June, or I mean in July, we we may see that they're going to have to evaluate where they are. We may see it them trade some of their veterans like Eric Ibarg, Jason Greeley, Jim Johnson, Bud Norris. So, you know, at that point in time, now now all of a sudden you're playing with a lot of your youngsters down the stretch where you're going to have some inconsistencies. Um, and so I, I don't think – I think they have compiled enough depth to not uh, experience the misery that they did last year um, when, they had, when they made all those trades there in late July. But at the same time, you know, I see this team as – you know, if they get if they get that seventy eight win mark, that's plus that's a, an eleven win improvement over last year, and, and that that has to be seen as uh, progress as well. Great
0: stuff as always from Braves reporter Mark Bowman on this Tuesday. This is Matt Weimer signing off for MLB.com Extras Atlanta Braves.